Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. People often come to me and say, I need to get better at setting boundaries. Okay, what have you tried so far? Well, I tried telling him or her, I don't like it when you call me sweetie. I don't like that name. Okay, then what happened? Well, they told me, but it's because you are so sweet to me. And I can't believe that you have a problem with me showing you my gratitude. You know, that really hurts. So now I feel bad for asking them not to call me that. You know, it isn't that big of a deal. And maybe I should be more appreciative. Or they might say, you know, I, I fight insomnia and I have for most of my life. And he leaves for work so early and wakes me up every morning to tell me that he loves me and I can't ever get back to sleep. I really wish he would just let me sleep. So I tried to set that boundary. I asked him, you know, please quit waking me up in the morning, explaining that I really just needed the sleep. I said, okay, what happened? Well, this really hurt him. And he said, but I just want to tell you that I love you. Can't I do that? I don't want you. I don't want to leave the house without you knowing that. I mean, that is really sweet, and maybe I should be more grateful and accepting. I had someone else tell me, well, she texted me all day long, asking, you know, how am I? What am I doing? Just checking in and stuff like that. And I can't always answer right away. You know, I'm at work sometimes, or maybe even having lunch with a coworker, and I don't want to be on my phone right then. But if I don't answer her right away, she gets upset. And then she texts, you know, a whole bunch of times, or she'll even start calling two or three times. Nothing is wrong. She's just worried and upset because I didn't answer her text. So I, I tried to set a boundary, and I asked her, please quit texting me so much during the day that we don't need to be in constant contact. I said, okay, what happened? Well, she was crushed. She said, how could you possibly ask your wife to quit texting you? We should be available to each other all the time. You know, I'm available to you all the time. I answer you immediately anytime you text. I can't believe that you won't do that too. So I felt bad for even asking and, and I shifted my approach and said, well, it's okay to text me anytime, but sometimes I can't answer right away. So if I don't answer right then, can you please not worry? Like, don't call me. Give me that time to maybe answer you a little bit later. I said, okay, how did that go? What was her response then? He said, well, she responded, well, is everything in your life more important than me? I thought I mattered to you. I'm so sorry for trying to care about you. You know, maybe you're even hiding something from me. What are you doing that you are so unwilling to respond to me? He said, so now he found himself, you know, defending himself. He said, I, I'm now trying to convince her that she is important to me and that I'm not hiding anything. I feel bad for even asking in the first place. I'll never bring that up again. Setting boundaries with a covert narcissist is a nightmare and it backfires all the time. They simply do not want you to have boundaries. And they use all of their tactics to teach you to never try that again. Setting boundaries for a narcissistic person is like giving them a challenge. 
Telling them not to do something practically guarantees that they will do it soon and often. They will make excuses. Well, I just forgot, you know, I'm human. I've been doing that for years and it's not going to stop immediately. Or they get defensive. I was just thinking of you and trying to show my love to you. They will guilt trip you. I can't believe you are asking that of me. I'm just trying to be sweet and loving. You know, you really should be more appreciative. No one else asked me to, you know, this kind of thing. No one else asked this of me. They will play the victim. How can you be so mean and cold when I'm trying to be so loving and caring? I'm so hurt by you. A lot of the rules of our society are in place to keep narcissistic people in check. Rules exist, you know, not because of the people who want to honor and respect each other and have healthy boundaries. Rules exist because of people who want to violate everything. If everyone expected each other and valued each other, we wouldn't need some of the laws. You know, for example, we would not need laws against murder. This wouldn't be an issue. No one has ever had to tell me, you know, don't hit others with a baseball bat. I've owned baseball bats for many years. I've played softball for a long time. I raised kids that played t-ball. But, you know, my teammates, back when I was playing softball, my teammates and I never needed a rule like, you know, don't hit each other with the bats. If everyone treated each other with care and respect, you know, maybe we wouldn't need sexual harassment committees in the workplace. It just wouldn't be an issue. People who genuinely respect each other do not need these kinds of laws and rules in order to behave appropriately. It comes naturally, and when they make mistakes, they fix them, they correct them. You know, if I accidentally step on somebody's foot, I apologize. And the thought of being rude and disrespectful is quite foreign to people who genuinely respect each other. Laws and rules exist because of those that feel entitled and above the law. Narcissists don't follow rules. They don't believe that they have to. So more laws, rules, and boundaries get created. More attempts at keeping their entitlement in check. Now let's talk about this entitlement for a minute. Entitlement plays out in several different ways. You know, one of the ways it plays out is my time is more important than anyone else's. So I shouldn't have to wait on hold or stand in line. Or if I'm driving down the road, that's my lane and how dare you get in it. My space is more important than yours. Another way entitlement plays out is people owe me, you know, they owe me their time, their attention, um, their, their love. People owe me all of this because I'm just so amazing. You know, they should compliment me. They should notice me. They should be grateful that I'm around. They should laugh at all my jokes because I'm just that funny. They should agree with all my opinions because I'm just that smart. Entitlement also shows up in their anger. You made me mad, so now I can do whatever I want. Your actions give me a free pass, kind of like a, a get-out-of-jail-free card. Because I am now not responsible for how I behave. It's your fault because you made me mad. These are people that need boundaries. Their entitlement allows them to function without self-regulation in this world. Their actions are then impulsive. 
and very poorly regulated. They can't take a moment and think openly and honestly about how their actions and words are going to impact others. They can't take a moment and take some responsibility for their own action. They will do whatever they want to do, and they will defend their right to do so. Setting boundaries with them interferes with this mode of existence. So how do we then set boundaries with a covert narcissist? Rule number one for boundary setting is to give yourself permission to have boundaries in the first place. Victims of covert narcissistic people are often individuals who are not particularly adept at setting boundaries for themselves. And there are several reasons for this. You know, we're actually often quite uncomfortable with conflict. Setting boundaries can leave us feeling vulnerable to attack, especially if we grew up in a household where healthy boundaries were not established. Kids that grew up in a home with a narcissistic parent did not learn healthy boundaries. Maybe they tried to set boundaries with this parent and had no success. You know, things like, Dad, please don't tickle my feet. Or, Mom, please don't brush my hair like that. Well, narcissistic parents will not honor these boundaries. They are very reasonable boundaries, but they won't honor them. Dad is not going to stop tickling your feet just because you asked him to. Mom's not going to pay more attention to brushing your hair just because you asked her to. So they ignore them and they move on. Or even worse, narcissistic parents are notorious about deciding to teach you, their youngster, a lesson for asking, you know, these things of them, for setting boundaries with them. They are teaching you a lesson for standing up for your own feelings and opinions. Think about that for a minute. The narcissistic parent is teaching you a lesson, you, their child, for standing up for your own feelings and opinions. So you, as a youngster, learn that setting boundaries is risky. It leaves you vulnerable. Vulnerable to being belittled, mocked, shamed, ridiculed. So it's best to just avoid the conflict entirely and keep your mouth shut. We were taught directly or indirectly that having boundaries is bad, selfish, and mean. Well, many of us already struggle with our own internal issues of not feeling good enough or, you know, being afraid that maybe we're being too sensitive or too demanding. Maybe that wasn't that big of a deal and I should just let it go. You know, I've said many times that victims of covert narcissistic abuse gaslight themselves. We join the abuser and we abuse ourselves. Well, you have to work through some of this. You have to give yourself permission to have boundaries. You are allowed to have feelings, thoughts, opinions, desires, space. Make a list. Today, make a list of your desires, your likes and dislikes, your opinions, your dreams, your feelings. Give yourself this space and enjoy it. Your personal likes and dislikes are an important foundation for your boundaries. For example, I like it when people call instead of text, or I dislike it when people stop by unannounced. So when someone comes by unannounced, 
you do not need to feel obligated to let them stay, to entertain them, to spend time with them. It is okay to say, hey, I'm not available right now, but let's set up a time to get together. You don't need a reason. You don't need an excuse. You don't need to feel bad about it. It's okay. Another crucial approach to setting boundaries with a covert narcissist is to realize that the boundaries are not for them. Boundaries are for you. This isn't something that you are telling them to do or not do. It is something that you are telling yourself to do or not do. It isn't something that you enforce of their behavior. It is something you enforce of your own behavior. Let me give you some examples. The boundaries I'm talking about here, it isn't things like don't call me names, don't yell at me, don't lie to me. You can't enforce these. And voicing them only guarantees that the narcissist is going to do them. Boundaries are for you. These are boundaries like I will walk away when they call me names. I will leave when they yell at me. I will distance myself and not trust them when they lie to me, and I will not feel bad for doing so. I will allow naturally occurring consequences. Things such as, I don't feel as trusting, as connected. I want space from them. I will not blame myself for pulling away from them. I will not feel bad for not wanting to spend time with them. These boundaries are for you. Other boundaries that are crucial when living with or in some type of relationship with a covert narcissist. I'm just going to roll you down this list of some of the ones I've put together. I will not overshare my thoughts and feelings. I will not share my dreams and aspirations. I will not take their bait and defend myself to them. I will not engage in their verbal games or verbally spar with them. I will not monitor their emotions. I will not give them my headspace. I will not come up with a hundred different ways or even five different ways to say something just to protect their feelings. I will trust my compassionate heart and talk as though talking to my friend. I will not accept the blame for their hurt feelings. I will not overvalue their opinion. Those are a lot of I will not. So I want to add a few that are I will. I will connect with my own thoughts and feelings. I will value my own thoughts and feelings. I will connect with my own dreams and aspirations. I will monitor, watch, and feel my own feelings. I will stay present in my own headspace and become an observer of my own life. I will give myself permission to say something that I could have said better. I will embrace my humanness and not let anyone else ever take it away from me again. I will value me. One final thought here on boundaries. It is important to have realistic expectations of this narcissistic person in your life? How many times have they shown you how they will treat you 
before you can finally just start expecting it. You know, as long as we are expecting good behavior from a narcissist, you're going to continue taking shots to the heart time and time again. How many times have they shown you the type of behavior and attitudes and words that you should be expecting now from them? Expect the bad behavior. They've shown it enough. Your feedback to them is not going to help them to change. They are not going to reflect on the words that you say. You know, narcissists do not take feedback from others well. Not at all. They perceive it as an attack, a criticism, something to be defended against. They are not going to reflect upon your words in a healthy and mature way and use it as an opportunity for growth. You need to expect that so that you can quit engaging in this way. Look at the repeated patterns that have been going on with this person. Make a list of the behaviors and attitudes that you should be expecting from them based on your history with them. You may start to recognize that you cannot be your authentic self in this relationship. Whether you choose to leave the relationship or not, please find people in your life where you can be your authentic self, where you can be more of you. Friendships. Family relationships, work relationships, neighbors. As you find your way back to your more authentic self, setting boundaries will become more and more natural. It will just happen because in healthy relationships, boundaries are there, boundaries are allowed to be, and boundaries are good. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. You can also reach out to me by email at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are CNG as in Covert Narcissism Group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. The information provided by Renee Swanson and the Covert Narcissism Podcast is for educational purposes only and is not to be used for diagnosis purposes and not intended to be a substitute for clinical care. Please consult a healthcare provider for guidance specific to your case. This material discusses narcissism in general. It does not claim that any specific person has narcissism and should not be used to refer to any specific person as having narcissism. Permission is not granted to link to or repost this material to support an allegation or a claim that any specific person is a narcissist. That would be an unauthorized misuse of the material and information provided.